Scott Morrison's in town. He's holding $5,000 a seat fundraisers. So think about that, will you? Aldo's here with us at Labor Day, while Scott Morrison's charging 5000 bucks a head to have dinner with him. What a con- contrast. Don't we need... I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Albo likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Good day, Australia. Welcome once again to the universe's favourite podcast on Australian politics. Yeah. 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 It's good day. Yes, it is. How did you know that? I heard it. First of all, just a quick thanks before we introduce ourselves. Even before that, a quick thanks to Deputy Premier of Queensland, Stephen Miles. Dropping a bit of a C-bomb there for Scott Morrison. (laughs) What a contrast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Isn't that so sweet? Ah, it's beautiful. Anyway, G'day Sausages is me, Will Grant. Me, CJ Josh. Ich bin at Roddle. What are we supposed to do with that, listener? Jeez. What are we supposed to do with that? You are so difficult to obviously. Work. I'm obviously, the multicultural one. This is why. This is why you, you know. You know, listener. We are both the world's favourite podcast on Australian politics, but also, also the loosest, the most <laughs> mm, professional. <laughs> mm, being That's being true. an actual term here that, term means, here that means not <laughs> the amount of editing we've done just on this opener. You would be amazed. Yes. You'd be amazed. <laughs> It's true. It's true. But every but week, listener, every week we come here, maybe with our professional hats on, maybe with our not professional hats on, to provide you with a little bit of, what is it? Release? Catharsis. Catharsis. <laughs> release at the week. And my God, a whole lot of shit has happened yet again. Yet hey, again. We need it. And it's, it's like, and, and listener, you know, we'd be doing this if you weren't with us, but it's so much nicer having you with us. Thank you very much for your messages and your responses to our tweets and all those sorts of things. Oh, and Please. sending us topics, sending and us sending stories. Sending us topics, which are great. Like one we got um, one we got this week was from Adam Rope, who sent us the uh, news item that Sky News is actually going to change its name to Fox News. How good is that? It was inevitable, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, in, it was always going to happen. Totally always going to happen. Now, I don't think it's... It will make ter- it won't make any difference to the viewers. It won't make any difference at all. I wonder. No, I don't know if it will, but I don't think oh, it will. But I think, I think it will make a difference to the people who go on it, who now go, oh, it doesn't really matter. It's Sky News. That's okay. Oh, yeah. I can't pretend but, anymore. Yeah, yeah, but actually having to go on something and it's Fox News, that I think is a different. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I, I actually I agree with you on your second point, but I'm 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 thinking that the viewers will. They've heard of Fox News over in America. They know it's this big, powerful, awesome thing, or not awesome thing. The Tiger Carlson Network. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think they may feel like they're plugging into um, a higher power. I agree. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. But it, it does show where Sky News is pointing, doesn't it? And that's great. Yeah, that's great. We're not great. So, so also, thank you very much. So, also, listeners, if you have something like that, send us a little snippet. Send it to to Siege because I'm I'm too busy. Oh, well, just ping us on the toots. No, no. Yeah, ping us us on the toots. Or, 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 listener, if you have... Send us a letter. We'll give you an address. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. Do you you even know where your letterbox is? Send it to... Yeah, this is the bunker near the the little Kayleen shops. To William at the bunker. Or, listener... You know, some of, the, some of the stories you might find might be big, but sometimes you might sometimes you might find a smaller story. As as uh, Rod is going to give us some some of that a little bit later on. Not now, not now. But sometimes you might find something a little bit hidden. We love exposing little hidden gems that might make us laugh out there about Australian politics. All right, that's a lot of pressure. This is obviously has been a big week. You know why it's been a big week? Because it's Full beef moon. week. Because it's beef week. Oh. What makes a week bigger than beef? Bison. Shark week. <laughs> Bison week. I still Mammoth. say shark, is, shark week is bigger than beef week. But, hey, we're in beef week, so let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah beef week. <laughs> so, so was ScoMo's $5,000 a plate seat do um, in, in, in associated? Yeah, I think they're all, they, they all have been up there. Uh, I think, I think whether it was associated week? with beef week or it was like beef week adjacent – 
then I think they're all up there. You could tell by Stephen Miles because it's May and he's sweating like buggery. Um, you, there was the pictures of Beef Week going around where, you know. It did look warm. It looks warm. You're sitting in a tent eating, eating. Uh, yeah, Rockhampton, obviously, which is Australia's beef ca- um, beef capital. Yes. Fuck off, casino. Mm-hmm. Rockhampton. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I didn't know I was going to go there. No, well, that's... Because as a native of casino... Are you? What's casino? Northern New South Wales. Yeah. It rivals it, it rivals Rockhampton as as a beef capital sometimes, if, if you were Oh, to, I knew that. There you go. No idea. No idea. There you go. I didn't know you were so... Beef aware. Well, he's he's very Fr- friend, he's friend more of a friend, Queensland friend aware. of a friend. Yeah, Queensland aware. Once made a documentary called Beef Off between the two towns. <laughs> what was that rated? I. I <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's Beef Week, and uh, yeah, the, we have had a few people up in Queensland doing beefy things. Uh, it brings out the bloke in the blokes, doesn't it? Oh my god! Did you not, see the dinner us. that went around? Uh, no. The salad. The, the, well, <laughs> Anastasia Palaget um, took a photo of the dinner. Now, this was a photo. I don't. The, in terms of political leaders that I saw there, I saw Queensland politicians. So I yeah. don't know if there were others out there. But we're allowed to cover Queensland because Queensland's part of Australia. For now. Um, oh, For now. better write down. Something else happens as well. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the picture was great. It was it was a huge slab of beef. Yep. Um, well, from that's, from that's, a yeah. part of the beef cow. And then some chips and one lettuce leaf. Yeah. One oh, my Lordy. How did that get on the plate? Well, Someone must have dropped it. Or I, 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 know. I, I know. Maybe it was the vegetarian option. It <laughs> 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 got mixed in with it. They just got. No, no, that is vegetarian. Like, like vegetarian means you have vegetables, right? Oh, no, can yeah. I but everyone eats beef. Uh, look, I might have told you guys this story before, but I don't think I've told the listeners. I did a stint of work in Broken Hill a few years ago, many years ago. Is this now. a long story? I'm no, it's a very no, short right. story. Okay. And I was staying in one of the pubs in Broken Hill. And mm-hmm. so the first night I kind of had a T-bone steak, yep, salad, yep, no worries. Had a mixed grill, you know, that's right. So that was like two nights of meat and I thought, oh, it's a bit much. And I went to the barmaid and I said, oh, do you have a vegetarian option? And she said, <laughs> no, I know. Uh, you, uh, you want the chicken then, love? <laughs> and I said, yes, that'd be lovely. Thank you very much. Well, chicken has a lot more fibre than beef, so that's good for you. It is a true story. Uh. <laughs> it's great. And, yeah. uh, and it was a damn fine pub too. And I have not been to Broken Hill, but that would not be a miss uh, in Queensland. I, I think Absolutely. that... Absolutely. Uh, kind of thing. So okay. what else is happening? What else is happening? Uh, well, yeah, no. Um, so we've had a, had a bunch of different things. Um, where are we going to go? Uh, well, let's go first with some big stories. Okay. Uh, because uh, Scott Morrison now hates cricket players. Is that what, yeah. I'm, what I'm getting? He hates cricket, which yep. I think is a weird take for an Australian Prime Minister. I think, you know, normally I thought Australian Prime Ministers would have gone the John Howard tack well, and would be we, wearing your cricket uniform to sleep. To bed, to Jeanette, to, to wherever. Yeah, 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 exactly. You just wherever. unzip, that, pull the pants down just a little bit to get... Always the, ready. To Always. get little John out. Well, let's have and, little liberals. And we always remember, like, Bob Hawke, who uh, famously was uh, got a bouncer in the face and his glasses got hitched and everything when he was playing... Did he? Yeah, cricket yeah. once and yeah. that. That was a the thing. Prime that, the Prime he, Minister's 11. He got a good crack in the well, noggin. Yeah, so that, and they also have the Prime Minister's 11 match between the test teams when uh, played at uh, Monica Oval here in Canberra when the test teams are out. So cricket is a big thing. Another country that has cricket as a big thing is India. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. It is quite popular over there, I huh. believe. Mm. And and since we recorded last, the Australian government decided that India was a no-go. Even if you're an Australian citizen, you cannot come back from India. And they, this is a press release that was released at midnight on, like, Friday night. Uh, That's because they've been working so long and hard. They've been working yeah. so long and hard. They yeah. released it as soon as they possibly could. Yes. It just happened to be midnight. Yeah, it's coincidence. And um, saying that people could not come back from India, Australian citizens couldn't come back from India to Australia until May the 15th. Because the COVID was out of control, so and you were at risk of prosecution and jail if you did. Now, sixty-six thousand dollar fine and uh, up to five years five jail. Five years jail. Now, according to today, though, the Prime Minister said that that was a media beat-up. I saw that. Those penalties I, I, were a media beat-up. Which is, if, do you if know you've why put the penalties in? Because it was in the freaking media release. I, but, but you know, we talked. <laughs> it was 
in the media. You're release. taking our media release out of context. Yes. Like yeah, by reading it in the media, you sons of bitches. But he, but he also he, Beef Week came into this. He was taken to task at Beef Week. Oh, really? On this issue. Oh my god, a Venn diagram. So the be- the beef journalists really the beef journalists are him. bloody pro India. And they're pro cricket. Strange, but yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I know it is an unusual thing, but maybe they just they have respect it, for people. This has who brought out some very unusual um, support. In strange, different strange, strange bedfellows. bedfellows. This, we is, will this get is great. To. I have to acknowledge Bernard King as I often do, because yay for crikey. So Morrison had to interrupt his promotion of a third of a billion dollar package to invest in systems to protect Australia's cattle from external biosecurity threats to put out a firestorm over his criminalisation of Australians returning from India, which is an interesting thing because it's a failure uh, of his in, in investment in systems to protect Australians from external biosecurity threats. Mm. So um, yeah. Greg Hunt then gets on <laughs> Greg Hunt gets on TV and says, failure to comply with an emergency determination under the Biosecurity Act 2015 may incur civic penalties of 300 penalty units. That's a lot of units. It is, isn't it? Uh, um, five how years how imprisonment take- or both. So then Morrison goes on Breakfast TV and says, oh, no, yeah, but the likelihood of anything like that occurring is pretty much zero. Yeah, I don't think – if you've got a law, someone's saying, oh, yeah, but we're not going to enforce it. No, we won't do it. Well, then McCormack actually came out and said, yeah, we won't enforce it. it, What's the frigging point? What's the frigging point? And And this is when Karl Stefanovic tore him a new one. Yeah. So he got beaten up on on Breakfast TV. Beaten up on Channel 9 Breakfast TV. (laughs) But the people like Matt. What Matt, did the cash cow say about it? it <laughs> 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 but Matt, Matt Canavan's turned against him. Conchata Ferriavanti Wells. Even freaking George Christensen said, "I don't agree." But he wants to get fired by the Liberal Party or by the by the what is he national? So that he gets his extra hundred k payout. If he's oh, not, in, yeah. If he stays yeah. and says, "I'm running," and he isn't endorsed, he he stands to get another hundred and six grand. It's, or a, tra- something. it's a transfer. F- yeah. What do they call it? a re a re um. Repositioning, relocation fee, kind of thing get, for get fuck off fee. Yeah, well, well, Andrew Lamming's up for it as well. Yeah, so but so I reckon George has jumped up and down because it he wants to be disendorsed. Um, even Andrew Bolt's against it. Andrew Bolt called it racist. Andrew Bolt said it's is- it's freaking ridiculous. Like it's it's well, okay. First and foremost, it's disgusting in the sense that oh, someone who has citizenship deserves yeah. to be protected by, by that, that government. Country. Like that's just that's the point of citizenship. Now, second, you know, there, there's been the whole disaster of bringing Australians home. It's been a friggin' year, and people still aren't able to able what? to get home. Yeah, you know, but you know why? You know why? Because the technology for quarantining is still not been invented. Yeah. My God, my God. I just, just the idea that, w- <laughs> that we have been having this discussion about hotel quarantine not being adequate for yeah. so long and yet, oh, who could possibly build a camp? You know, you can build a frigging camp in the well, they desert used to, like, yeah. in 20 minutes. Quarantine stations or quarantine um, settlements or whatever you want to call them used to be the natural thing that occurred. Like oh, they were, and, and it's like, not the, like the whole yeah. mission. Yeah. Um, it's not like Scott buildings. Morrison and Peter Dutton don't have a love for building, building camps in the desert. I mean, that's the yep. or on desert islands, you or know, desert yeah. islands or the desert, yeah. So, because um, so I, the other day I was I had um, ABC News twenty four on, and the WA uh, head of the AMA came out, the president of the of mm-hmm. that associate Andrew Miller came out, mm. and he, he he just he came out and he's in scrubs. He's in scrubs. He's standing outside a Please hospital. Please tell me he had like blood, I was blood say, oh, all oh, over oh, the front oh, of him. Sorry, just been disemboweling you, someone. You only saw like the shoulders, but you can still see it was scrubs. And oh, all. See? I was a bit like, yeah, please go down further. But anyway, it was. Um, he was mega pissed off. Like, just you could yep. just see this guy was so furious that the the lack of organising quarantine facilities, and that apparently the health minister. Uh, I don't know if it was Greg Hunt or the WA health minister. I apologise, had said that the masks that people were, the security people were given to wear were uncomfortable. And he said, okay, this mm. is how you put one of these masks on. This is the proper mask that you use. You don't use one of these little flimsy paper thingies. That's not what they're for. We wear these things for up to 10 to 12 hours at a time in a surgical theatre. They are not uncomfortable to wear. And if you, ha- you know, if you're going to set up this hotel quarantine thing with security people who aren't trained in this, you at least provide them with the proper equipment so that they don't get that. There and are zero excuses. There are zero excuses. But it was just so good to see someone come out so pissed off. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, but the other thing, the thing that bugged me about it is I've only seen the tiniest bit about it in the WA press. Or, I haven't seen anywhere. it covered anywhere else. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just I just think the whole thing. I, I mean, I, I think it's worth, worth talking about the politics in a second. But as yeah. a as a policy response, utter failure of ho- of hotel quarantine and not not stepping up and building po- proper quarantine. But the idea of ruling citizens not being able to come back oh, into the that country. Is just yep. disgusting. Well, when you look at the, the the next step of that, so what are they actually saying? You can't come to the country in in, in which you have citizenship. Mm. Therefore, you are anyone else's problem. Yep. Like and, that, you're no, that, and you're no one's problem then. Yeah, yeah, totally. that's it. You're literally decountried. Yeah, stateless. Yeah. Sta- this is the thing. I, you know, uh, my PhD, I did a lot of work on looking at nationalism. Do you and, have a PhD? I, no, no, look, I did, I, I did a thing. I did a thing, yes. But anyway, anyway, the point. And, and um, I think one of the interesting things about this whole, a lot of people don't like nationalism. A lot of people don't like nations. They'd be uh, like, you it, don't it, like jingoism. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Yeah. And a lot of people, um, you know, they're like the flag smashers. They'd be like, well, the world will be better with no borders. And I'm like, I'm totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah. But, but the one thing that I do think is an important thing is that the idea of the nation is that we take some sort of responsibility for each other. Yes. Now, it'd be nice if we took responsibility for the whole world. Totally, I'm down with that. But right now, this is as good as we've got. Mm. And the idea that, that you can just go, oh, no, not those people now. It's just, it's just bullshit. Yeah, it's you're, not, you're if, not our problem. It's not which as if there's that sense. many of us. Like, what no, are we, 23, 24 million or something? 25. 25? I don't know. I haven't paid attention for a while. Stop fucking breathing. Get the oh, proper were, measurements. Yeah. So, okay, 25 million. That's not actually a lot when you consider that most of them aren't going overseas. So there's nine, no. apparently there's, what, 9,000 Australians like that, yeah. in India at the moment, but 600 are, would be classified as vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So is is that a plane load? Uh, like no, there, there's a few, that's a few planes. A couple, yeah. pl- couple of plane <clears throat> loads or something? Two. Two plane loads? Two. The 600, yeah. Two yeah. biggies. They're yeah, sending yeah, dreamliners. They're dreamliners in the end now. I know that. Equipment. I know that our our um, we should have a crossover podcast with some sort of plane podcast where they could tell us the exact numbers of planes that you need for this. Yeah, and, and listener, listener, if you, are you are that person spotters. that knows exactly how many people sit in the plane? Um, feel free to tweet us. I, I actually yeah, have what is, for all intents and purposes, a sister-in-law who probably does. <laughs> the, 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 look, fair enough. Go for it. Everyone has their own hobbies. But uh, but anyway, let's turn to the politics of it. Like, like why why is this is this some sort of attempted, like Scott Morrison going for racism? Because he's like, oh, I know, racism always works. Let's let's go uh, put up some hard boundaries against engines. I oh, don't like them. So no, honestly, I don't think, like, um, speaking to, we have an in, Will and I have an Indian colleague, and I was talking to her. I'm just getting angry and throwing my pencil. Yeah. Um, we, I was talking to her the other morning and she was. She said what I was thinking as well. Racism's probably only third or fourth on this list. Yeah, okay. Which what is interesting. she reckon? Well, she wasn't quite sure what else. I mean, I, I have opinions. <laughs> That's general. But no, like, I mean, I think the one thing, this, this is less racist than almost everything else he does. I think there are other things at play and I think it's more about domestic politics. Mm-hmm. I think it's more about him doing what he's been doing this whole time, which is whenever anything goes right that the states do, he takes credit. And whenever it goes tits up, he says it's the state's fault. And basically, I think this mm. is this is rolling on with that. He, the, he's, he's now what? He's down touring a Victorian site or he was uh, offering approval or not to a Victorian site. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Siege mentioned this last week, the yeah, Mel- so Melbourne site. So yeah. that um, Mickelin, which is where the uh, actual Australian, uh, would you believe, biosecurity quarantine site is for dogs and cats and, you know, but So, so he tours kind of it stuff. as if it's anything to do with him. Yeah, and it's... If it might work. Yes, but 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 um, that is which is a which is a federal uh, co- sorry Commonwealth government federal government um, facility. Yeah. But the, the it's the Victorian government that said, okay, well we can we're going to build something near put, there. Put the peeps in it. Put the people in it. Yep. And I, whatever. So so he's relying he's on them going, to do oh, that. Oh, that's that's really good. Because yeah, I'll see zero, if I approve there's it. There's no technical excuse for not being able to build a facility that fucking works. There's none whatsoever. I, I, yeah, and, and, and so so if going back to the no, politics, if yeah. racism is number four, is this shifting the blame? Is this he like not wanting to do anything and, and putting up borders is all he can he think? He doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to make any decisions that he may have to be held accountable for at all. Oh, totally. So you imagine this one. This would be yes, minister style, very courageous decision if he said we're going to bring planes in, we're going to pile people on planes. The federal government has built this facility or reinforced this facility. Then anything happens at all that he could be accused of fucking up. He would be running, screaming to Jen, going, what do I do now? Am I empathetic? Am I mad? What do I do? 
But we flew people back from Wuhan, which was like, say, the, you know, ground zero of all of this. Which we? But Australia flew yeah. people back out of Wuhan. But when uh, when the UK and the US had numbers on it, like the daily death toll kind of numbers mm-hmm. that uh, India has got or had a couple of weeks ago when, yeah. the, when all this started... We didn't fly you know, like that. People, we didn't stop people flying back from no. the UK or the US to Australia. We didn't stop them from coming into the country. He could also be that useless. Mm. Like he I could did, be just I that did, useless. I saw John Cadell could tweet something uh, this afternoon about uh, that that Scott's going to be in one of those comas, and and that's the only time he'll make a decision. He's like he'll just be in a coma, and <laughs> so then he doesn't have to make any decisions. No. Machines will go beep. And yeah, that'll the, be it. Like, I don't think we'd ever discount that. I think he's that useless. And and he name a decision that he's actively and totally owned that was actually his. No. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, look, no, stimulus. I, I think legitimately you can point to the stimulus that they did. Uh, job job yeah. seeker, job keeper, job lover. So. Oh, which we're cutting now because COVID's over. Yeah, but exactly. anyway. Well, so. we cut, yeah, we cut all that. So we'll see. But so yeah, Michael Slater... An yep. Australian crit- cricketer. So let's back back to where we were talking about before. You know that the cricket being a big mm. thing. So that is huge in India and um, amongst Australians. Some Australians so, I've yeah, heard fair few, F- fifteen or twenty. Fair few Australians yeah. as well. So it's the Indian Premier League, which is on over there, and uh, uh, lots of Australians play in that because it, it's a big money making thing for them. Um, Michael Slater is an ex uh, Australian Test cricketer. He is now a broadcaster there. He um, told Morris, he tweeted out that Morrison will have, um, well, we made a statement and, and everything else, but he also said Morrison will have blood on his hands yep. because if he's not letting Australian cricketers come home from that league, then they will get it and they could. Uh, well, he also made the point die. that he had, they had government sanctioned permission to go and travel. Yeah. To go there. To go there. So that's worse. They even told, yeah, you can go, but we didn't yep. say you can come back. So David Littleproud, and I'm still trying to work out why he's. Got his mouth open, but he, anything, yeah, yeah, um, no, no, yeah. Um, called uh, called Michael Slater a spoiled prat because he had <laughs> had <laughs> said that, and I'm like, wow, you use the word prat, kind of says a lot. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's an okay word. Oh, I don't know, like brat. I know that goes with spoiled, a but maybe bit he's, better, he's maybe he's okay. one of those people that don't use cliches. Come okay, up with something maybe. new each time. Each back. time new. All right, you're, you're okay. I hear what you're saying, but um. <laughs> So but also, is it really that spoiled to expect to, to, to come expect back into your country? To, give you, to honour your citizenship? Uh, yeah, is that spoiled? Or oh, no, check your, check your, your privilege, you with no, citizenship? No, to be fair, when you ask the question. Like what it offers up? No, no, no. It's I think when, when Will puts it that way, but isn't that a bit spoiled? I, I, I see it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. So apparently Cricket Australia are trying to, because now they've cancelled the Indian Premier League cricket. Mm. Um, round yeah. thing, and yeah. there's a lot of debate about whether that should have happened before or not. They didn't have crowds there; they were yeah, still playing it. Cricket is a pretty socially distant sport. Like it's <laughs> probably the like, most. Socially if you're, you're going to choose sport. one, it <laughs> it probably is. Um, so any, anyway, they've they've cancelled uh, that league going on now. So Cricket Australia are trying to fly um, the Australian cricketers. Out, just not back to Australia, but just out of India. Like whether they get them to Sri Lanka, whether they go to the Maldives, what, what, just get what, them once out. Once again, how's that okay? Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take them somewhere else. Uh, look, to be honest, I'd, I wouldn't I'd, mind I'd taking go. the pandemic out during in the I'd, Maldives. I'd go Maldives out anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not, not talking about <laughs> you lazy fuckers' holidays. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Oh, no, they can't come here. We'll send them to those people. No, anyway, someone someone has brought about a uh, federal court case to challenge the legality Gary Newman. of this. Oh, get out. But not that Gary Newman. In Cars, Boonum, who was also a pilot. Did you know that? But he sung about cars. I know. He, That's so weird. That's so weird. I know. I, and it's weird. Why should, why should people that fly planes also get to drive cars? No, you mean sing about sing cars. Sing about cars. No, I know, but in general, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, in general. <laughs> He's got no idea. Who the fuck cares about your 1940s bands? <laughs> Roll out the barrel. <laughs> Vera Lynn and Gary Newman. It's exactly how, how old do you think we are? <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Oh, yeah. millennial. Oh, you're such a little millennial. <laughs> no, Gary Newman, 73 years old. He lodged a formal appeal. Um, and the, they suspect it's going to go to the Supreme, uh, the High Court. This is about the fine. Uh, about yep. the, the whole Indian thing. Um, his lawyers 
said they're going to challenge it on four grounds. I, I, I really do wonder, will the government dig in their heels and, and hold the line here? When you get people like Andrew Bolt saying this is not the right way to go, I, I wonder if they might just go... Uh, These uh, morons uh, Someone else enough. did it. And, ah. and Anthony Albanese wrote this policy and... They're dumb around. enough. They're dumb enough. I, I, I give them credit to be dumb enough to dig in because they think that's what real men who are real leaders do. Uh, but the other side of it is that regardless of whether it's politically... like The stuff that you're talking about, it's actually a piece of legislation that is in in the laws of the land. Mm. So does it hold up or not? And it's being challenged. Yeah. So that needs to go through the process. Well, and it's going to go constitutional. That's one of the grounds. One of the things, though, is... I'd, I, you know, I get it. Mm. Yeah, but, but, but one of the things is that it's unlikely to be heard before the 15th of May, which is when this ban is supposed uh, to be Last lifted. I heard, they're talking about accelerating. Like, they may have already set a date. Oh, right. I don't doubt that the high court. Oh, no, I would be definitely happy to hear something. Like that. Yesterday, uh, I think I heard it was yesterday afternoon, maybe yesterday morning. A judge was saying we, we're going to get something sorted in the next twenty four hours. That's to set a. Date, isn't that isn't that awesome though? Like it's it's yeah. you know high court going. Oh, this is a good one. Let's just go I fast. Fuck Normally, yeah. fuck yes, yeah. yeah, slow. Like, but now we're interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out like of bed. I, I might be awake for the whole thing this time. <laughs> Scramble a podcast together. Ah, oh, nah. All right. So <laughs> speaking of um, highly populous nations. Um, we go on war or something with the other one, uh, the other, China. the other one point three billion uh, population country. Uh, because we have to. I, I, since last week, you know the rhetoric of the war. The drums of war. Uh, Rod, you you talked uh, Mike Bazzullo voice, and the drums of war that have was, beaten more. It's the drums of war. <laughs> that, that was a very popular voice, indeed. So so yes, since that time, what's China done? It's cancelled the um, the Australia Economic uh, Forum that they uh, coll- collaborate in. Mm. Uh, things are talking up a bit here. What's it say? It, it, well, it, it's it's indefinitely suspended all the activities under the China Australia Strategic Economic Dialogue. Cool. Which. Okay, it sounds like in diplomatic terms doesn't sound good, but they haven't actually met since 2017. So oh, yeah. in a way, China is going, okay, we have to slap you bitches because you're being yeah, yeah. You, you, we have to slap you bitches because you're being stupid. Um, so we'll do this. Hang on, what are we being stupid about? Australia about China about China. Well, we're poking the bear. Uh, sometimes you gotta poke a bear. Yeah, okay. Hey man, what are you do in your own time? Yeah, you know, you know. Bear's coming to get your lunch. But there's, you a, there's this thing about you don't the, sit um, there and say, yeah, "Have my lunch." <laughs> exactly, this is my lunch. The, the only bit that I caught up uh, roughly was on this Port of Darwin thing. Yes, and I'd really have to thank Michelle Grattan in the conversation for giving me this uh, brain image that will never leave me. <laughs> the quote from her this week: "The new and hairy-chested defence minister Peter Dutton." Ooh. Just let, you know it is though. Let that wash over you though. Just yeah. To, Given his I do think, I do think, like Tony Abbott, like there should be some sort of policy. We need to, we need to see all of them. No, like no. wax, wax to a fuck off. Nobody, no, no. But that that Lambridge thing. So they're talking about whether to continue. What is it? The, the ninety nine lease year leases. Well, they only got it a couple of years ago, so they've got ninety seven years to so go. So there's on. something yeah. about it being ninety nine years, and that matters. Blah blah blah. It's blah. like Hong Kong. Same thing. Same deal. Hong Kong that, was that 99 years. Was it only 99? It was, yeah, 99. It was only 99 years. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, it was from like 1898 to I it was 1997. Like 11 BC. I mean, no, 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 no. no it they did a lot. Like, like they did a lot in that time. Didn't they? Yeah, I know. They <laughs> built a whole friggin' city. And uh, look at Darwin. Yeah, what's going to happen there? It just sounds like it's going to get smaller. But I just, there was it really what grabbed me was describing hairy chested Defence Minister Peter Dutton. But yes, there, there's a lot of argy bargy over this particular thing. Um, whether they cancel this lease, renege it, Turn it down because it's a port in Darwin and that matters. Um, I don't remember the details, but but that's under the because because the, the talk is that they'll get rid of it, same as the what do you call it, the belt and braces or what is it, belt and road, oh, the belt and road, yeah. the Victorian one, one belt one Sorry, road, one belt one road, bib, bib road um, thing that was in the in Victoria where under if you're going to do it in Victoria, which has been done, so yes, yeah. which has been done, yeah. why wouldn't you do it in Darwin? Which is a fair enough question because Darwin is closer. So if you piss I, I kind of, I kind of feel again. I don't know why I'm being the nationalist at the moment. Yeah, I'm um, just kind of confused. But you know, in terms of what nations should should do, you know, I think looking after your citizens, but also don't sell off your, your key infrastructure. No, I shit, agree no, with that. Don't do that. Don't don't even give it for ninety nine le- year but, lease. But you yeah. know what? To not sell off your infrastructure doesn't mean we don't want to do that anymore. So we're going to declare war on you. 
These these aren't no, logical no, steps. No, 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 they're not no, logical no, kind no, of no, things. No, 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 no. It, it's one or the other. There's at least two we're steps in between. We're not going to come out of this world. Like, do they actually know that we're not going to come out of this world? Well, as I was saying to you earlier today, if China literally just threw every primary school age ch- uh, child, child at, at us, us <laughs> yes. our soldiers would get so tired that we would end up getting overwhelmed just by their children. <laughs> I don't like this image. No, I mean, I know, I know our soldiers haven't been uh, perfect. And they do know how to attack children. We know don't, that. Don't, but don't, you know. No, but I mean, what you're saying is that they have many, 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 many resources yes. that we cannot. It's kind of not how do. wars work. But no, yeah. it's not kind of well, how wars work. Yeah, Weight of numbers like matters. The episode of, Star, of, of the, like the Star Trek, the original, where they just decided that there was a war and they had kind of like, I don't know, incinerators on. Um, uh, you know, on one planet and incinerators on another planet and they would sort of like play battleships and if they hit something, they'd just go, oh, well, that's 25,000 people and they'd just put 25,000 people in the incinerator and go, oh, well, that saves us on all this ammunition no. and everything. This was a 1960s yeah. TV show that was kind of aimed at kiddies and and I just remember that one and I, I well, obviously I remember it because yeah, it was clearly. fairly traumatic. Mm. But um, you just kind of go, yeah, it's it's like that. But nowadays you just you just think, how's this going to turn out? It's I don't believe be we'll actually war because I don't think the world is set up that way at the moment. You don't, know don't, I mean? don't, I don't, don't you I don't think like America will come in and, and, and slap someone in Australia around and say, will you stop doing I don't this? see it's how, how it would be in China's interest to actually have a war with us. Oh, I can see scenarios where it would be. Yeah, but... On, on uh, teach a lesson. Yeah, but globally speaking, is it is it the smartest thing for them? Is it the most what, useful thing? For them to do? Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, the whole point with the Huawei thing, uh, the, oh, the, right, we right. were the we were the first to say no we, to we Huawei, yeah. and oh, look, so we're annoying. Uh, and and if you were yeah. China, like global strategic, uh, what you want to do is you, you go for proxy wars, you, like like yeah. like the Soviet Union in America. You don't want to you don't want to go straight at the 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 main enemy, mm. and so what you want to do is find vulnerabilities within the the empire, the alliance, and see what you can pull off gradually by annoying yeah, yeah. them. And I mean, Australia is a, is uh, yeah, we're close to America, but but they can do things to annoy us that would weaken the alliance. I'm going to so, go with a war is. I put that a bit above annoying. Uh, look and look, pro- <laughs> probably no. Uh, and, and America would come in to defend us. I, I, I yes. yeah, they have done before. I do now. They set a precedent. They set a precedent. So, uh, but I, I think that there are things that you can do that would certainly pull the alliance in a sense. Oh, they, they can make us suffer. There's no question they can make us suffer. I don't imagine though we're going to see fighter planes over Brisbane, etc. I just don't. I don't well, think but, that's but, but highly nobody likely. Like every yeah, war is different war. Like nobody, and that's the whole problem, isn't it? That people do the defence of what would have worked in the previous war, and they don't do, do the defence of what would have happened. Yeah, exactly. What happens in and, this one? And given that, given that the next war is largely going to be fought by drones and computers, yeah, uh, yeah, you won't see fighter fighter planes. And that's why and, that, back and, to my stuff. And 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 yeah. I, I hate to say, I know that I know that Peter Dutton has called for a massive increase in in ASD Australian Signals Directorate's budget uh, to defend us. Um, Against cyber, cyber, cyber attacks. I think that um, we we might do our best, but my God, the the budgets that um, China and America and oh, Russia yeah, look, and, and have yeah, for, for having that, our power grids destroyed and things like that matters. Well, I am. I get that we can be shut down. Watching in other every ways. episode of Preppers. So I will be so, ready. So and, and doing the prepping or just... Well, you, look, you I'm, got, I'm not sure if you're in my inner, inner circle yet. You're not telling whether, me? Uh, whether yeah, yeah. I'm no, don't, actually going to let you guys come into the Yeah, no, rule number one of prepping is don't tell don't anyone you're prepping. Don't tell anyone prepping. you're prepping. And, yeah. and well, I'm certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's just going to be so bad. No, but rule number two is decide, you know, what sort of apocalypse you want to live through. Like, do you want to be yeah. like in the road or would it be yeah. better, better to die on day one? I've never understood the whole prepping thing because it's like, what do you... What do you think you're going to see when you come out? Green skies. Yeah, like it's all going to be blue skies and beautiful flowers. Depends on the apocalypse. I, I guess it yeah. depends on the apocalypse. So if it's a big electromagnetic kind of zoom yeah. and all the power's just gone out, well, probably everything's okay and you can Yeah, rebuild. except everyone outside's eating each other. Yeah. Well, let that's them finish. The thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's plants left. No, but, oh, lots of beef. And chicken. Lots of beef. Yeah, the, the, the chicken. The vegetarian, the vegetarian option. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, okay, so, um, well, I guess I guess one thing, just um, continuing on the war theme, um, there's been a bit of a debate about Invasion Day uh, in the school oh. curriculum. Oh, Siege, triggered. Oh, my Sorry, God. Just so triggered. No, so like, you're against schools? 
Well, look, I don't have any skin in the game. I don't have any kids going to school. But uh, the advanced yeah, but you're allowed to, parents and citizens. Which I just got to say, I just just got to say, parents and citizens association. Who are you if you are a citizen and not a parent of a school? Uh, going, I'm just, I'm just interested in what children are doing. I have opinions on the school uniform here. I think the library needs more weird books. I just could, maybe maybe you are an awesome citizen. I I, I don't doubt that. Yeah. I just I'd like to check your working with vulnerable people card. Bloody oath, I would. Do you want me to? I'll, I'll join your your kids' schools uh, PNC. Is that cool? I don't mind. I just, I, I'm just I'm bamboozled. I'm, I'm here because oh, Will. Maybe it's parents me. who are citizens. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I no. I mean, I like it because like, they have these nice thing to uh, these days. It's I suppose they have it in other states. They have it in, in Canberra. They have the um. Uh, Parents and Special Friends Day or, yep. or Grand, Grand, Friends. Grand Friends Day, which Will's lovely son invited us to. And it was so gorgeous. And I love the fact because you were like, do you really want to be a grand friend? I'm like, I will own that. <laughs> you know, I'm very happy to own that. I've been to a couple of Grand Friends Days and they are delightful and they're privileged. And did you talk about Invasion Day? Uh, no, I kept very quiet on that. I'm sorry. I, I've actually... <laughs> checking your email? I've, I was just checking my email because Advanced Australia sent out an email asking you to sign a petition. Oh. Pro or anti? Anti the changes to the ACT uh, education curriculum, which was going to turn everything into um, warp, you know, warping our children's minds, uh, 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 particularly around ag- Invasion Day. Against genocide. Yeah. Right. It, it actually said around Invasion Day and it was in italics. Invasion Ooh. Day was in italics. And I, I cracked the Shits and I've deleted it. <laughs> sorry. Oh, so, 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 no, no email update. For, no, we can't oh. have an email update because I threw a hissy fit and deleted it. I gotta say though, though, in terms of in terms of framing, I just surely, uh, you know, Advance Australia, you should, you know, go go with your positive first. Like say no, that, say, no, say no. these bureaucrats are ruining our Australia Day instead of what something about invasion. Like don't don't don't, don't no, talk of the elephant. They. they so don't know how to write these bloody emails. I mean, it's, no, it's kind, it was an affront on a number of levels. <laughs> it was a poorly written missive. It, 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 you know, I didn't agree with the content, which fair enough, you know. But really? it was like, you know, dear Siege, they're going to take your, they're going to warp your children's minds into being anti genocide And I'm like, mm, good luck, because the kids I know are pretty pricking smart, pretty warped. Yeah, but it wasn't even. It wasn't even. Uh, I don't think. I think as far as it went was saying uh, some people uh, describe Australia Day as Invasion Day and talked about obviously the history of the First Fleet and the day yeah. that it landed and all things that came after that and genocide being a key one in that. Yeah. Uh, but schools saying that you know there are perspectives in history yeah. and you can clearly see in this event there were people that suffered. And I know, Scott Morrison tells me, there's suffering it on both sides. It wasn't easy for the people on those boats. Suffering on both sides. On those 11 boats. Yeah, Whatever all, he said, twelve boats, and there were oh, all seven of them. Yep. So, anyway. no, but, but he, he would be happy. Suffering brings you closer to the Lord. Uh, now, I don't know if this topic is is close to the next topic at all. But Rod Rod raised this one as one that I want to ask about. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like Invasion Day, Australia Day, uh, barbecues. Death all of the barbecues. Go, all go together. Death oh, of, oh, death, of, death of the barbecue. What yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, we're going climate. We're going Victorian climate. So. Um, Okay. The city of Yarra. Yep. Nailed First it. council to pledge to switch its buildings, including pools and community centres, from gas to renewable electricity mm-hmm. by 2030. That's now, a lot. That's a lot of barbecues. Yeah, and that's the thing. So they were saying they they want the uh, state government to back a ban on all new gas connections in new homes. Okay. That's fair, cop. So yeah, and so this is new homes as well, and it's not that. that uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the thing, and so the gas appliances could be heaters, hot water services, cooktops, blah blah. They'd be phased out under a moratorium on new gas connections, um, and so they're hoping that would help cut emissions by fifty percent. So the mayor of the of the council, Gabriella Di Vietri, I'm sure she says it more Australian. I love cooking on gas too, but there are certain luxuries that we are going to have to abandon if we are serious about climate change. This is that whole, oh, it turns out you do have to work for things if you want them. Mm. So the opposition leader in Victoria, Michael O'Brien, declared, you can take my barbecue tongs from my cold, dead hands. Oh, Jesus. So he's actually lying down to the whole death of the barbecue, like death of the weekend thing. Pry the fucking barbecue tongs from my cold dead hands. So who was that? Charlton Heston? Charlton Heston oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he was head Guns of the National Rifle Association what in America. What a tit. What a tit. Like what an absolute tit. You know, you know it resonates with people though. Of yeah. course it does. You know that there are people like, oh, I can't lose my barbecue. 
Yeah, well, I, absolutely, I love absolutely. cooking on gas, but after 13 years or 12 years or whatever of not having it, I'm yeah. kind of like, well, I've adjusted. It's okay. Yeah, you can cope. Like you other can. things I, make I, I, I have I, I just got to say, life. though, yeah. I, I just got to say, though, in terms of climate impact, I think that there are a lot of things that can be uh, degassed uh, that will make a, a huge climate impact a long time before turning off barbecues. And I think. Oh, uh, I think yeah. <laughs> But 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 also like sometimes it doesn't hurt to have an example of of, of saying to people like this is an everyday thing because people yeah. go oh yeah. what difference is it going to make if I don't you know yeah. if I don't do anything what what difference does it make and it's kind of like well you could cut out the amount of meat you eat you could you know oh, yeah. you know like everybody yes. has to lift a little bit that, that's ex- and I think that's exactly the point like the, the idea that oh yeah, I'll do anything to fix the climate as long but as I, I won't I don't do that or, or anything he died yeah meatloaf no what? Jim Steinman oh God. Oh. sorry. Meatloaf can't die, he's immortal. No, I, was, I thought you were going to say Meatloaf's got an actual name as no, well. No, well, he does, but also Gin Steinman, who produced the album, not quite right at yet. Produced the album? Who cares about produce? Oh, please. Oh, you are such oh, a baby. Oh. You are such a child. I cannot, I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> you don't care about record producers. You don't even know what a record is. Why am I talking about this? <laughs> He knows what a record is. That's where he keeps his marriage license. It's <laughs> <laughs> a gramophone, right? It's a no, like cylinder thing. Perpetuating <laughs> the myth. The Edison diamond it's the disc. Myth. It's the climate myth that, yeah, I'll do anything to do climate change as long as I don't have to do anything. And and I don't like the way pro-climate people, some of them will, will try and suggest that we can fix climate things by making zero sacrifice or change. Oh, totally. Because it's fucking horseshit. And yeah. so if this is even a symbolic or at least a small gesture... And it is a small gesture. It's new a small new gesture, homes but, not but, getting but gas. We know like, symbols are really important. Exactly. That's what I mean. This, so calm down. So, of course, the small gesture from the opposition leader saying, you know, prying the tongs from my cold dead hands. Ugh. Wrong gesture, mate. Shut up. Just get over it. Uh, look. I know it'll he's work. He's a politician. He's looking, he's looking for, for easy easy victories. And, and I'm and not. There's an and easy symbolic one. Yep. I, I, I just got to say, you know, as going for the people pushing this, that there are positives that you can do mm. that will guide people along so that when they finally get to that step yeah. of turning off all gas that becomes much easier so i, I think there's Give me a, three uh, okay one there's a lot ha. of things we can we can electrify a lot of things and, and i think this is like the the tesla movement that um a lot of people have been convinced of electric cars by showing them a version of an electric car mm. that ticks their box mm. going really fast and so and so yeah, yeah. what you need to do is grad and i i, I still wonder about the debate here because this is the difference between uh green capitalism or you know a socialist right. re- revolution but do we do we solve these problems first by finding finding solutions that minimize the the change or do we do we I think we do a hybrid but the 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 mistake of trying to pretend that there won't be any sacrifice and I don't mean noble sacrifice in hair shirts but I mean this it's it it it, it perpetuates the myth that it can be done for free like it can be done for no effort that's what bothers me. Well, yeah, see, see, and you can do that in what, parallel what, what, with what, what you're I would, What I would say is a lot of the steps that we can take are actually better. Like they, 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 they might, they might have a hump of difficulty in adjusting to them. Sure. But once you, once you've taken them, they're actually better. And so my, my thing is, let's, let's find the, sell mm. the positives. Then people go, oh, this is awesome. They convince their friend to do it, and then they go, oh, this is awesome too. And so let's mm. roll with those positives, and yeah. then gradually all of the other, the I don't hard mean to things put you become on the easier. Spot, but what, 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 what type, like, type so, of things? So like, you know, what? Uh, here's the thing I've noticed, and this might be part of what you're talking about. Looking at real estate in Canberra, all apartments, all buildings, and things like that, all have have um, electric stoves. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. Looking in Adelaide, looking in South Australia, all gas stoves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like totally different ways. So all the new buildings and even the new buildings that are happening in Adelaide and that have gas stoves, mm. which I find amazing. Mm. So well, it's, I mean, the, the simple one in, in in cooking, you know, so induction. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people ra- right. like um, a lot of people rave about induction, and and uh, more and more chefs are moving to induction. But but the sort of thing I'm thinking about is more uh, redesigning cities so that people actually end up walking more to the shops. Oh, so you God, have that in, in, increased density and increased community feel and. Then they're they're healthier. They they get more community. Agree. And and but running with what you were saying, that's redesigning not, a city is no, a much no, bigger no, deal no. than not putting gas onto a no, house. No, 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 no. I know, no, but I know. if you live if you live somewhere like Canberra, where we've got new cities, uh, sorry, not new cities, new suburbs sprouting up like warts, warts, <laughs> yeah, pretty much like everywhere all the time, um, and and it, it it there is something to be said for how those are constructed. Totally. 
Totally. And, and, and mm. all, all I'm yeah. saying is, is you make those positive benefits. So you, you make those things that, that make it uh, active transport, walking, all of those sure. things easier and simple. So it just becomes, oh, it's way easier to, to even if you live, you know, uh, 500 metres from the shops, it's easier to walk. And, and you can do that via a bunch of Walking design 500 things. 500 metres to the shop used to be like nothing. You would yeah. never think about doing that kind of thing. But, like, okay, say, for example, uh, Lawson, which is across from the little Kayleen shops mm-hmm. in Canberra. New um, suburb. New suburb. Crap public transport, yep. you know, um, and, and and that shouldn't be like that. Like if you're going to build a new suburb. And they don't have shops straight in. And they don't have shops straight there, which you should have, and all of those sorts of things. And you just think – I don't get it. Do, but, do get however, however, the um, – and just a little shout-out, probably a little, uh, you know, under-the-radar kind of shout-out to a, a listener. Um, the parking in Lawson is appalling. <laughs> I just oh like God. to say that. Like, but, well, they don't – Are you sub-podcasting at Well, the, like, this is the thing I don't understand about Canberra. It's built on the fact that – Everyone has a car. Ev- everyone has a car. Mm. And yet there are no – there's no parking on most of the roads. Like – this is a bizarre yeah, no, 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 thing. No one said you could park your car. You just have to have one. You just have to have anyway, one. Anyway, on this week's episode, <laughs> fuck Canberra. And, and <laughs> no, I love Canberra. Don't get me wrong. All right, you like. All right. Uh, um, continuing, because I think we started with uh, Invasion Day. Uh, mm. But, uh, you know, another day, um, the government has launched an unusual and urgent review into the National Australia Day Council. Uh, oh. Nothing to do with Grace Tame having uh, an outspoken um, tenure. No. So, oh, my God. They always do this. Every year someone speaks out. They, oh go, they go, oh, it would be really good if it's we got an Indigenous person and an Indigenous person hangs shit on them. And they it's go, strange. Oh my God. It's strange that it's a political appointment. You know? What? Let's, let's choose someone to be the Australian of the year and they, and they can just shut up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What it would be. I'm just going to... Damn it, we fucked it yeah. up again. We got another talker. Oh, my talker. God, we appointed Rosie Batty and everyone's talking about domestic violence. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> yeah, we went and got ourselves a talker again. What, what were we thinking? Yeah. Oh look, I'm sure. I'm sure that if Scott Morrison could do it, it'd be back to cricket players forever. Oh god, no. Mind you, I used to <laughs> not find anymore. That, that used to be so bad mm. that they just kind of go, okay, unknown science person, um, sports person, and then and then the pressure came on about oh, there, there have been like five women ever, so oh, we better put a woman in, and yeah, it just, mm. that's, that's a I've lot got of my grouchy pants on. But now. could anyway, you, you, could you imagine? Can you imagine you're Australian of the year, and then you don't? Say something? Like, no, exactly. If you're point? given that no, 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 I mean, you do say something. You say, thank you, it's a great honour. Uh, build building on uh, from uh, Grace Tame. Uh, so they're reviewing the whole process of actually nominating mm. Australians of the Year or all the awards as well. What's I, I don't know the details. Uh, no, on no, that it's, one, a, it's a review. So it's a review. I'm not sure. Not okay. sure. Uh, um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's just it, the timing is interesting. The timing is very interesting. But what I wanted to say, building on from that, uh, Brittany Higgins uh, had her Way meeting go, with the Prime Minister. Um, it wasn't that, easy, yeah. I don't think. It, it didn't sound like it was easy. And what I like is I only remembered that today. And it, well, it was announced that it happened on Friday. It happened yeah. last Friday. I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. watched the press conference when she came. Um, out from the yeah. from the meeting and the meeting was supposed to be like maybe 45 to 60 minutes and it went for like 90 minutes mm-hmm. um but i i look one of the, there was an interesting phrase that she said which was uh, that was saying do you think he un- you know the prime minister took on board you know your concerns and mm-hmm. and she said this really interesting phrase i think by the end of the conversation yeah, yeah. he had an understanding and that to me just told me that it was it was they both 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 parties agreed that it was a robust conversation, uh-huh. and I would say that a few truth bombs were felt. But also look at the disparity in power in that conversation, oh. and I and, and and a thousand points to to women like Wendy McCarthy who put their hand up to go with her, mm. um, who is a good woman. She she fought a lot for feminist issues in the seventies. I was on a board with her once, and she took me under her wing. And I can tell you that that is a very comfortable wing to be under and give you the strength to go forward and do things that you didn't think you could do yeah. and I, you know i'm very very pleased that grace tame's got those uh women in her in her corner but that is not an interesting i mean sorry a, 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 an easy conversation god no for her to go in and say i was raped in in a building that you're basically in charge and of. and mm-hmm. and uh Brittany higgins would be feeling all of the pressure from 
the rest of Australia to, to yeah. hope that she does the right thing. Not to say that she wouldn't want to, but just in the sense she, she would feel, I, I want to do I want to do justice to this opportunity and, exactly. and this moment. Oh, God. And, and, and I, that's I, not her job. And like, that's, no, and no, that's not, not her job. job. And no. I, want, <laughs> I thought, oh, God, how do I contact this woman and say, just look, do whatever you want with that time, sweetheart. Like you've been through enough. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like you've, don't, don't take on more burdens. Don't take on more. But she, she has. She's taken on so much and she's doing a fantastic job. I thought it was quite interesting and you picked up on this, Rod, because you, you texted me about the particular phrase of even her own Liberal Party isn't, you know, supporting and, and, and that sort of thing. And I thought, well, that's a fair enough phrase because she, she, is, she is a Liberal Party member. She is all that, that sort of thing. That's actually my question. Is she still – has she maintained her I Liberal Party I don't know if membership? she has or not. And, I look, I don't have a problem if she has because – no, but I'm just curious. Like, I'm genuinely curious. I, I, I honestly about don't know that. I, but the, but the, the politics of it shouldn't. Uh, it doesn't matter to me anyway. If she if she has. I, now, I just think she's she's done an amazing job. I hope she has a bit of a break. Maldives may be on the way back. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, someone, one of you said that there was an update on Christian Porter. Mm, that was me. Okay, so, and this was another interesting question of question from listener Rod who said to sent me an angry text. I get a lot of angry texts from Rod if anyone else wants to take on the burden of this. <laughs> is that me? Yeah. Um, that, you know. We never use my real name. Sorry. Why haven't we heard anything about Christian Porter? What the hell has happened? Da, 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 da. And I said, well, there's no actual news at the moment. When the defamation case comes about, there will be news. Lo and behold, defamation case is about to be heard and there is news. So Christian Porter <laughs> versus ABC versus Louise Milligan, he's actually, they've actually named the individual mm. reporter oh. in this, which I do not like. Yeah, good luck, champ. Um, he's put an application into the court for, on, uh, for the basis of the defence, which is the ABC and Louise Milligan, to be kept confidential. Because and the clauses that he's applied that his um, team have applied to this based on that it may contain scandalous, frivolous, or vexatious material, or evasive, or it's evasive or ambiguous material. So that's why he's asking for it. Their defence documents and discussion and purpose right. of that to be kept. I can um, read between confidential. Those lines. I, I don't want them out there because they might make me look. Like I did stop. Well, it may, but also I think the ABC have kept the receipts. I would hope so. <laughs> uh, I, I like if if the ABC felt that they could air that much. Can you imagine how much um, they've mm, got no that will back it up? That will be applicable mm. in a court. It that was they it did was worked over by quite a lot of lawyers. A lot for of quite lawyers. A long time. Yeah. That they f- will feel more confident about yeah. putting out. So I thought, I, 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 it's an in- it's an interesting move asking for it all to be kept confidential. Okay, have a shot, but it almost, yeah. I, I was thinking about it today, and I thought, why are all, wh- why do, you know? It's that question of why doesn't Donald Trump sue because he loves suing people? Why that. why yeah. doesn't he sue all the people that have accused him of um, underage sex exploitation and things like that? You know, so what? You know, why don't people? What are you allegedly? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, why don't people? Why do people choose not to go to court? Because sometimes, yep. in the process of that proceeding, they can, you know, more is revealed. Yes, indeed. And, yes, indeed. And I find that interesting. Very. Thank you, Sage. Thank you, Sage. All right, I'll go back to my box. Uh, <laughs> Scott Morrison went to university. Apparently. Uh, what degree did he do, Rod? Yeah, what did he do? He did a science degree. Oh, did he? Nice. <laughs> you and I teach many, many wonderful science students. Well, and I have to say, th- this week... Did he really? Yeah, uh, and once once a year at least, no, more than once a year, Crikey put something out that makes me go, the entire year subscription was worth it. I don't care what else they do. Okay. This week it was, they tracked down his honours thesis. <gasps> what what level is this? Is this his master's? No, it's honours. Oh, it's sorry, honours. So, so it's no, a, it's a, just his Bachelor of Science So you honors. finish your Bachelor of Science and then you do like another then, year where you write, a, year you write you a thesis. Write a thesis. And you yeah, come, okay, got, you it, got, it, got it, got it, got it. And apparently it's a bit difficult to find because it was, they had to get through some university in the UK. Well, it's not published. Oh. It was, yeah, in a university library in the UK, I didn't, I didn't write down the name of the uni, but be, because it, it was where they collect... Theses and research on this particular topic. Oh, weird! Oh, okay. Wow, what's so, the topic? So he was twenty-one years old when he wrote this. Mm-hmm. And and in fairness, 
He was 21 years old. He was 21 years old. He was 21 years old. Like, and we were all 21. He, he was not a prime minister or a public figure at that time. It, it can still be funny. And I'm, I, I'm, you know. Well, it's, I, I don't know if it's funny. Is know. it? What is it? So I actually I do have this. So it's housed at the Uni of Manchester in a specialist library dedicated to writings on the Christian Brethren Assemblies. Oh, really? Also known as the Plymouth Brethren. The title of Scott, 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 John Morrison's... Uh, thesis is religion and society a micro approach an examination of the christian brethren assemblies in the sydney metropolitan area 1964 to 1989 okay so he's quite a span that's a history thesis there you go yeah and so he was straight into it but it seemed to it seemed and look i'm I'm summarizing a summary here because i'm not going to read it (laughs) you didn't read his thesis i know i'm a lazy man I read a lot of theses and I don't like doing it. Yeah, I but it's a it's a bachelor honours, so it's not yeah. going to be that long. So oh, it's long enough. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, twenty thousand plus. Yeah. So it's about the brethren. So just a bit of background: exclusive brethren have tight rules restricting marriage to other brethren and limiting the work brethren women can do. There's another variate variation called the open brethren. They're less isolationist, but they are socially conservative. So he's not like for or is against he, any. He's of this. airing, he's so just, airing the just talking. So he well, he's he's writing about these people. Um, right, these guys, think. the open brethren, are very into evangelizing, evangelizing their religion. <laughs> so as a teenager, Morrison went to brethren churches. Um, before he changed to being a Baptist. So a Baptist was a oh, don't give Baptist a downgrade. A bad name. I, I didn't do it. They did that themselves. Um, but, but a lot of the thesis was apparently about how the, these people failed to relate to the communities, particularly those in blue-collar occupations, the unemployed, those without tertiary, tertiary qualifications, etc. Really? So he was worried that the church was going to become an institution of the white-collar folk and that would become more entrenched. Therefore, he urged uh, bridge-building activities into the oh. community, um, including joining PNC associations. <laughs> so he's... he's uh, He's saying a little bit of where the bloody hell are you to the... To yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's saying join so Neighbourhood Watch. Follow through on this. Go to sporting clubs, local interest groups. Basically get in there because he want. Bottom line is we've got to get out there and the only way to get church growth is doing this, particularly through converting people. So, But isn't that the whole... Of, of his. Mm. But what I found interesting, I'm not going to read the whole deal, but um, so INQ, which is a part of Crikey, they were curious to know what Morrison's supervisor thought of Ricky the whole Ricky. thing. Particularly Professor Ian Burnley... What did he make of a Bachelor of Science honours thesis that ended up being about the character and marketing strategy for a conservative Christian group? This is a Bachelor of Science mm. thesis. So Burnley has a long list of publications on migration patterns in Australia, etc. He'd retired. They left messages with him and the last known addresses of people from that university that they heard no response. So what it's clear is uh, he, he Morrison basically moved then from Brethren to Baptist, finally into Pentecostals, and the whole force, the whole focus is on bringing people into the church, dragging people into the church. So from a very early age, it's about getting people into the church. That's uh, that's his thing. So you're saying he's 21. Yeah. That's true. But it's interesting to me that at that age already, your world is very specific. It's incredibly narrow. Mm. Yeah, very specific. And I mean, I know we all have certain strong views when we're younger and older, etc., including yeah. right now. But 21 and at uni tends to be a time when you diverge a little you well, know you, like yeah, you, you check see, shit out you see some other things and you think hang on a minute that yeah. doesn't sound quite right yeah or, i love it or i hate it or that yeah. i'd never or thought hell, about that what's that so, rumspringer so yeah, yeah rumspringer so 21 is very young to be doing an honest thesis too so he must have started uni yeah like that's 17. what i was gonna that's what i was young. gonna ask I you 21 is yeah you well, of course young. you did yeah, you queenslander queenslander yeah. we start uni you at start, 17 yeah i didn't start till i was 20 and others started later but i mean it's it's in in the world i've been in 21 is quite young to be doing your honest not not impossibly young obviously but I'm um, quite young, and so that just the thing that bothers me most. Yeah, he's a religious freak, whatever. But um, that he was into that so early and so intensely that mm. that doesn't make me super comfortable. No, I, I look. I would like leaders of our country, all of them. Thank you, any of you that are listening, to have a very broad <laughs> outlook on the world to help me understand it. Well, I'm going to give you one final thing because yeah. one, one guy doth not have a broad outlook. Uh, Matt Canavan. He of mm. the coal on his face. Natural coal uh, smudge. Natural coal smudge on his Twitter avatar. Gave a speech to the Brisbane Mining Club. I would oh gamble God. I would gamble that you're more likely to find rainbow flags flying in our nation's corporate offices than Australian flags. What, what a dick. What a dick. Can I close fuck. on a question? Where, where the fuck are you, Albo? Oh, yeah, where are where you? Where are you, Albo? He gave a speech in Sydney today in a preliminary... 
response to the budget, which will be out next Tuesday. Yeah, get some cut through, Albo. You know, make Seriously. us talk. Make us talk about you. This prime minister exciting. is a gift to an opposition. Yeah, do do some but, oh, do some look, goddamn viral tweets. Yeah, just follow Donald Trump's. You know, do some wild shit actually, on Twitter. I think he has to go like completely off. Anyway, yeah, go wild on Twitter. Do anything. But look, listener, you know, you know the drill. You know the drill. Good day, sausages. Is Australia's premier <laughs> premier so beef week based <laughs> yes. Oz politics podcast? Yeah, vegan beef stock. Vegan beef stock. We love you, listener. We love uh, your comments, your feedback. I can't believe you there. Um, yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. You want to buy a t shirt? Hit us up. We'll make a t shirt for you with all <laughs> sorts of weird stuff on Pictures it. Pictures of our elbows. Yeah. But you know the thing, listener. You know the thing. We need you. We need you. Go out there. Get part of the team. Let's You're evangelising, Will. Evangel- yeah, I am, because yeah. they need to evangelise. Sausage brethren. We need to make Australia cool sausage again. Sausage brethren. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. He's Rod Lamberts. Oh. 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 Exposed. Oh.